up, what up, what up? What's good, Thrive Tribe? Hope all is well. Listen, we are making our way through season four, baby. Uh, hey, Queen Thrive, listen, every time I say season four, I promise you, my mind be like, girl, I can't believe you have been doing this shit for three years. <laughs> like, like, where has the time gone? Because it feels like I just started this show and now here we are three years later, over a hundred and something episodes later, four seasons in, like what in the world? But listen, we here, baby, and we ain't going nowhere. So I hope that all is well with y'all. Listen, it is the month of February. Happy, uh, let's see, what goes down in the month of February? Happy Black History Month. Happy Lovers Month for all my people that are booed up. You know, this episode is a few days before Valentine's Day. So happy early Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. And if you ain't, listen, if you ain't booed up, be booed up with your damn self. So to all my singles out there, happy Valentine's Day to you too, boo. Like, listen, we got to stop this whole thing about having to be with someone, right? (laughs) Like, Like, seriously, like, be with yourself. Because before there was a Mr. Incredible, there was Leah. Okay? And so Leah would just love on Leah. And Leah would date Leah and take Leah to all the places that now Mr. Incredible takes her. But she was doing it for herself. So she set the standard on how she needed to be loved and what and, how, and what love looked like for her by giving it to herself first. And then God sent her a man to do it for her. Okay? So I'm just saying, love on you, okay? But <laughs> happy Lover's Month and happy Black History Month, okay? Definitely make sure you support a Black History, a Black History. Make sure you support a Black-owned business this month, okay? Like, love on somebody, right? Get educated about our history. Let me tell you, I live in a DMV area, and probably one of my favorite museums to go to is the Smithsonian's African American Museum, right? And I probably have been to that museum at least five times, y'all. And the reason why I love that museum is because I feel like every time I go to that museum, I learn something new, right? I learn something new about my culture, about my people, right? And it just, it, it boosts that, that confidence and makes me so proud to be a Black woman, right? And so, listen, they always are doing something. They're always upgrading. So if you ever are in the DC area, definitely go check out that that museum. It is amazing. I promise you, I'm on their email list. So every time I get an email about a new exhibit, a new something, I'm like, yep, let me plan a Saturday to go and just be in the museum all day. And I love it. So definitely make sure you are definitely studying and learning more about your culture and and where you come from. Like, that's important because here's the thing that I know to be true. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about our guests for this episode is that the history books ain't going to teach it. (laughs) That's why I love that museum. And not to mention Oprah Winfrey didn't backed it, right? Bill Gates and his family didn't backed it, right? So, you know, it's backed by big money, long money. Okay. But yeah, I, it's because I get the real history, not the stuff that they try to try to uh, avoid teaching in the history books. And let's be real, especially what's happening now in our country, how they really trying to get rid of <laughs> black history with all this critical race theory, theory bullshit and how we shouldn't be teaching this shit in, in our schools. Yeah, even more of the reason why you need to know your history and do the research for yourself, because they trying to get rid of it. <laughs> that The peoples is trying to get rid of it. So make sure you do your due diligence so that you know what it is about your people, about your culture, right? So you can continue to be excited about who you are. So I'm going to get off that soapbox for a minute. <laughs> so listen, on this episode of Hey Queen Thrive, listen, y'all are in for a treat. So it, it, it was so befitting for me to had this episode in the month of February because February being Lover's Month. And my girl, Janine Gross, came on the Hey Queen Thrive and she taught us all about how to create a dateable brand. Now, let me tell you something. When I first connected with this queen and I saw her talking all of this, do you have a dateable brand? Do you? And I was like, dateable brand? Like, huh. I was so curious, right? So me and Shorty, we, we chopped it up offline. And literally, I love how she takes the concepts of what it is to date, right? Like date in the real world. And she ties it into 
branding. And so she has this whole amazing like spiel around attraction marketing and how she connects it to the dating world. And I just absolutely love it. And so I was like, I got to get you on the show because my people are going to absolutely positively love this episode. Okay. So listen, grab your paper, grab your pen, grab, grab your favorite drink, sit down and tune into this conversation. Y'all now, let me tell you, I'm going to go ahead and let you know now, because I don't want to hear Leah, where's Thriving Nuggets? There is no Thriving Nuggets for this episode. And the reason being is because me and Janine chopped it up for a whole hour, y'all. So for a whole hour, y'all are getting so many gems, so many nuggets, so many tips, tricks, hacks on how to level up your attraction marketing in 2024 and create a datable brand, okay? So definitely make sure you tune in, get all these nuggets, all that good stuff. And I will see you all back again next week, okay, where we will have our Thriver Nuggets, okay? I love each and every one of you. Enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think, and we'll talk soon. All right, y'all. Stay tuned. What's up, my beautiful Thrive Tribe? Hope all is well. Listen, I'm so excited because, you know, we season four of Hey Queen Thrive, which is crazy, y'all. I've been saying that and I'm like, is it really season four? It's season four. But anyway, I got this bomb powerhouse woman with me that I'm so excited to introduce you to. It's Janine Gross. How are you doing, girl? I am fine. How are you? I'm good. Tell the little people about yourself. Oh my gosh. So I am Janine Gross, hailing from Washington, D.C., currently living in sunny Florida. And I literally help you show a little leg to your dream client so that you can attract them to your business. Listen, it's the the show a little leg for me. Like the minute you said it, I just had to like, you know, a little shimmy with it. (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. We're going to get into exactly what you mean by that. But before we do, I have this question that I ask everyone. And that is, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a queen that's thriving? Mm. You know, it took me a minute to learn how to thrive. Ooh. I didn't know what that looked like. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, I turned 40 this year. And I'm going to solely care about myself and figure out the needs of me and what that looks like and sit in it and glorify it. Yes. So that to me is thriving, putting, literally putting myself on the pedestal and feeding me grapes and champagne and all the good therapy sessions in yes. order for me to say, you know what? I can sit in complete stillness and I am joyous in that. So yeah. I love that. And I and I feel and I so resonate with that. Like I was telling somebody the other day, I have learned in the last year how to just bet on my damn self. And I feel like that's thriving for me. It's like all that energy we put into like, let me show up for you, let me clap for you, no. let me support you. Clap how for your you just damn give, self. Right. Like, how about you just give it to you? Like, when is the last time you clapped for you and it felt amazing? Like, right. it, not what not like, oh yeah, I pay my rent. No, like I thought I pay my rent before the rent was due. Like, when is the Period. last time that you have clapped yourself? <laughs> that is thriving to me. And and you didn't have to rob Peter to pay Paul Come to on. do it. When's the last time I'm here for when's the last yeah. time your bank account wasn't in the negative and you had money in it? Like hello. Yeah. Or Celebrate. when is the last time you actually paid your bills? And even if it was like a dollar left in it, everything was taken care of. Come on. That's thriving. Or you weren't even upset about the dollar. You were just grateful. That's the thing. Like thriving is like literally waking up every morning being grateful for every second of the day yes and just standing in that gratitude every day i'm telling you just try it for like two days just be grateful all day for two days and see how many doors and opportunities open that is thriving 
Yes. And not even just the doors and opportunity, but how it changes your perception yes. of like things. Like I had a car, like me and my significant other, we had a car accident in July and literally a drunk driver hit us. The car got oh, totaled. No. Oh my and God. I was just so grateful to be like, have walked alive. out of the accident and was alive. And everybody that was involved was alive that I was just like, man, fuck that car. I can get me another car. <laughs> but I chose cost. to like stay in gratitude so much so that three weeks later, I got the car that's sitting in the parking lot right now. And I know that if I would have been like, oh my God, why Lord? The agony. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I think uh, people don't realize that that messes up them thriving or simply being yes focusing on um the glass being empty all the time right right if you think about it, if you wake up in the morning we concentrate so much on how people fill our tanks how are you filling yours mm. so oh, if you goodness. you go through this accident or me i went through a, a, a terrible tumultuous divorce where i almost lost my son while pregnant like I think about that and I'm like but every day I was like Woo, thank you for letting me see today yes thank you for letting me be able to swallow walk you know whatever the case yes. may be because I could totally be somewhere else right now seriously that's yeah. truly what thriving is is when you realize like it literally could be a whole other way mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally mm-hmm. and it is it and so for that, you could just stay in a place of gratitude. Girl, we could talk about thriving all day. Yes, we should. <laughs> Seriously. So season four, we're focusing on the process to the promise. Talk to us about your journey from where you started to where you are today. What that song say? Never would have made it. Come on. Come on. Oh. I mean, uh, oh my gosh, uh, it has been a long journey, but an exciting one. I will say that there have been times where I could literally not physically be here. Yeah. And I think because my mind is like, it's raining, but oh, there's a little bit of sunshine right there. Like, I think because I think like that, my dad calls it Disney princess. I have Disney princess syndrome. I love it. Like she don't see nothing bad, nothing. Like I think that has helped me catapult who I am, but also like shrink time so I can get to my abundance quicker. Yeah. So I served in the in the United States Navy for eleven years. I was a professional chef to. NBA, NFL, NHL, and celebrities such as Common, Queen Latifah, and oh my God, I could go on and on. I did that. I um, I had a food service business that was like like Hello Fresh, but it was bougie. Mm-hmm. It was super bougie, girl. Like it. it would be sea bass in these meals. Okay, <laughs> Chateaubriand was in these meals with. Asparagus tips and dauphinois potatoes. Oh, um, I I did that business and I made a half a meal with that business with no formal marketing training, no one-on-one coach, no none of that. I was yeah. just having fun, and I realized that the more fun I have, the more money I make because yes. I'm relaxed. So I think. And I'm also like one of these crazy multifaceted people that can literally do anything and it's going to pop off if I like it, if I like it. So it's like, um, the, I I feel like I'm still journeying to my promise. I'm young. Yeah. And I'm just, I almost feel like I'm just getting started because I built all those businesses and I did all those business things in a people pleasing phase. Yeah, I didn't know what okay. I wanted. I knew what made the people happy around me. Yeah. So it felt like pseudo happiness. Yeah. But my therapist said something when I got divorced. She said, it seems like everyone around you is happy with you. Mm. Everyone has an attachment to your money, to your lifestyle, to who you are. They can call you and you come running. Who comes running mm. for you? 
if you were to break, who's going to put you back together? Wow. And I don't know what happened, but I was like, oh, hell no. Um, <laughs> I don't like how that sounds because I was like, who is going to yeah. pick me up if I break and not have to ask? You know what I'm saying? Like these people would be breaking around me and I would just be like, you know what? You need to do this, this, this. I'm pouring, but who's pouring into me? Yeah. So I think that I know people tell me like, oh, girl, when you turn 40, you ain't gonna care about nothing. You gonna care about everything about, and I think that's true. I am more consumed with my version of happiness, which is fleeting, but joy. Uh, and I'm still on this road to discovering me. And I think that's why I'm very like colorful and, you know, just yeah. this character all the time, because this is who I am naturally. Yeah. And I'm not hiding myself anymore. I love that. And as you were talking about the therapist, shout out to our therapist. Okay. Yes. I literally thought back to like 2018 when I was literally going through my grief journey of losing my fiance at the time. And I remember my therapist literally asking me, what makes you happy? And I could not answer the question. Like it's almost like um, when they ask that question, why, why are we you want to fight today? Like, right. like we were doing just, so well. So you asked that question. Right. Like I couldn't answer the question because in my mind, happiness was the people I was connected to, mm-hmm. the jobs that I had, the titles that I had, the mm-hmm. position, like all these things. And or when she was like, no, who what makes you happy? Strip yourself of all those things. What makes Leah happy? As and a when human she asked being. me that, I sat there and I just cried because for the first time I realized I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so then I went on this like self-discovery journey in my grief journey of figuring that shit the fuck out. I was just mm-hmm. like, Leah, mm-hmm. let's figure this out. Let's go on this beautiful journey and figure <laughs> out what makes you happy. And then yeah, what once is I it? figured that out, then it started to translate into my business and life. And then I started asking myself, like, no, for real, Leah, like, what the fuck do you really want from your business? What makes like, you what laugh? What do you really want out of yeah. life? Like, and I realized so many of us don't can't answer that question. They because can't. we don't know. We've been, we come from a generation, think about it. The generation before us were survivors. Yeah. We, they are strictly trying to make ends meet. We don't care about your dreams, goals. We don't care about none of that stuff, okay? We yeah. care about you getting this education, going to college and getting this government job, especially if you grew up in D.C. where I'm at or in, or in the Northeast area, yeah. New York, yeah. Philly, all that. You, go, you are going to graduate high school. You're going, you are going to college and you are going to get a government job or you're going to high school and somebody, uncle, cousin, bubba, who work at somebody government something gonna put you on if you don't want to go like that was it the goal was to get you out so that you can make money to bring back into this family to help us meet ends meet it was never about your happiness it was never about how you felt about anything it was it was never about that so our generation thank god is like hold up I don't like, I'm uncomfortable in my, yeah. in my I'm uncomfortable within my own skin. Yeah. And I don't like it. I'm going to find someone who can help me unravel or untangle the web, yeah. which is our, these beautiful therapists. Yes. And I'm like coloring. I'm buying art sets. I want, I'm like, I need to go get my um roller skates. Like I'm doing yes. all these things. I'm like, I, I don't drink anymore, but I was like, dang, how cool would it be for me to have like this non-alcoholic bar cart? Like with all these things, this little gold, little pushy little, like I want all these things because they bring joy to me. Yes. And I th- we have a hard time with that because we, we're not taught happiness girls were taught to be quiet and stay in a place boys were taught to be kings of the house and yeah you know turned into men at age five yeah but we have these underdeveloped overwhelmed anxious people walking the earth that a whole generation created a whole and we are trying to untangle this crap and is 
and, and, run and, businesses. <laughs> and run businesses and start families and get married yeah. and do all these things. All these things. Not realizing that we have to unlearn, learn behavior and we have to unlearn. Like, I think what I love so much about our generation is that we are the generation that's just recognizing like that shit that mama, grandmama and them went through that don't work. Like I'm not doing it. We are so I love that we are risk takers in our generation like we are the generation that like quiet quitting like I'm out like I was talking about my friend the other day and she was like oh yeah I quit my job on Thursday and I was like you ain't give it two weeks she was like girl do they give me two weeks if they want to fire me they lie me. that's where we are we are the generation that realizes that we have watched mama and them struggle so long Mm-hmm. that we refuse to struggle. And I think that is why we've seen this birthing of so many entrepreneurs, especially in the mm-hmm. pandemic, because we were like, nah, I could take my skills <laughs> and monetize them bad boys and leave. Like I tell people all the time, I'm working my exit strategy. I currently work a nine to five, but trust me, I won't be next year because everything I'm learning, I'm like, oh yeah, thank you for that. Because I'm about to put that in my toolkit and Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure out how to monetize it so I can leave. Mm -hmm. Like we are very, we're approaching life differently and we're approaching it from a place of healing. Like we are the generation that's just like, I really want to uproot this shit. Like I really want to let go of the childhood traumas, all these things that really traumatize (laughs) us. Like we want to let it go. And we don't want to be a part of it. We don't want it in our lives. It's like, how do I clean it? How do I clean it up? Yeah. You know? And I, I think that's so important because we are really like, if I got to make extra money to afford this therapist, I'm going to do that. And, going. and we are taking full responsibility for that. And I think that in itself is super powerful yes. that we are all on this journey to, to our purpose, which we can't, I can't even, I can't even say that I know exactly what my purpose is because I just started with this therapist three years ago. Okay. Like yeah. it's so many things. So Listen, I have it takes time. It does. And one thing I've learned about purpose is that, because I used to say, like, I turned my pain into purpose. And one day in prayer, God was like, you are purpose. You were born with the purpose on purpose. So you're not yeah. turning pain into You're purpose. here. That's purpose is you. That is with you. Mm-hmm. And like, I was why like, does it have to be defined? Why? And, and that's because, that's because, again, we are used to getting A's and B's and grades and prizes. Yeah. For being something yes and yes. we have to kind of just be just be oh your I purpose love that. is breathing today that's your you know what your purpose is breathing that's, that's it. your purpose today take or full maybe, advantage maybe it's your 401k on up. oxygen like <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i i've really been learning that one of my good friends used to always say be where your feet are and Ooh, I, used to be like, I used to be like, huh? And when I, as I got older and realized what she was saying, it's like, yo, just be present. Like, why just are you worrying be, yeah. about what's to come? Why are you worrying about the yes. future? Why are you worrying about, just be present. Like if present is you in the living room with your feet up watching TV, be present and watch TV. Enjoy that. Take advantage of that moment. Cause tomorrow's going to come with its own issues, its yeah. own challenges. And so you're why are you rushing to get this back? You're never going to get that moment back. Listen. You're never listen. going to get that moment back. It's Girl, crazy. We, we we helping the people with this episode. So look. We if y'all are talk healed about- at the end of this, please make sure you pass the collection plate towards okay. for us, please. And we, we, like, we like quiet money. You know, the Lord <laughs> likes money that's quiet. Quiet money. Don't go around telling people. Don't be like okay. people that want to record. We dropping that change in this cup, okay? <laughs> it's too loud for the Lord, okay? Right. We don't like. We like the money that folds, not the money that jingles. Okay? There we go. There we go. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so we gotta talk about attraction marketing. What is that? Bring Ooh, it let's down. Talk about it. What is attraction marketing, girl? 
Attraction marketing is top of funnel marketing, which AKA means the stuff you do to get people to notice you. Ooh, okay. That's what it is. Think about a dating app. On the dating app, you log into the dating app, you put all your information crap in there that you lie about how you know, tall you are, the weight in which you weigh, age, you know, blah, blah, blah. You put all your crap in there, right? And then they say, okay, your profile is ready. Mm-hmm. Your profile is ready. You get in there, you're all excited. They give you the instructions. If you don't like them, you swipe left. If you like them, you swipe right. Your business is like dating. Mm. If I see your business, I have the capability to swipe left or swipe right, depending on what you're saying. Right. So every piece of information that you drop and put out there into the into the on Beyonce's internet is either going to attract or repel. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand that whatever you put out there, it should be attracting your dream client, the person that you want to work with, or they're going to swipe left on you. Mm. And then also you want to make sure that you're active on this app so that they can constantly see you. Right. And so that you can constantly keep getting in front of your dream client, AKA the man or woman of your dreams. So attraction marketing is is a lot like the first 90 days of dating mm-hmm. it's cleaning out your profile making sure it's attractive to who you're trying to attract it's saying words keywords seo that connect with your person right yeah it's the, yeah. Same, it's the same thing I you see that. me on an app it might say she is a high uh achieving um anxiety stricken colorful person now for you you might be like oh she sound she sound like a lot <laughs> right right she sound like a lot she got a lot of energy I, i'm not i'm trying to sit down but then for the next person they'll be like oh my gosh she probably gets a whole lot of stuff done throughout the day yeah she probably can manage blah 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 blah, blah. okay let me swipe right attraction marketing is really like getting in front of your dream client and showing them a little leg I love this. You know, like, give them a little winky wink, you know, like, come on. It's getting in front of them and letting them see who you are so they can say, I want to work with this person. That's exact. that's what it is. That is what it is. I absolutely love how you connect it to dating. Because, like, I promise you, when I saw it in a million years (laughs) on social media, I was like, are you what do you have a dateable brand and I was like dateable brand this is oh okay I like it <laughs> like because it's unique and it's different and I've never heard someone break down attraction marketing in the sense of dating and I literally was like if I was in these dating streets again like that would be what me. does your business look like <laughs> like I would have the profile on the dating app with the cute profile picture that shows just enough curve. Just to, like exactly the booty stick out just a little bit. This, you know what I'm saying? She I, I got a smile because my I got four dimples in my face. So I need to make sure that because you know the guys like the dimples. I gotta make sure my dimples is shown. You see what I'm saying? Like we take all this care and nurturing to create these dating profiles, but we are entrepreneurs who are not doing that same energetic thing for our businesses. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared to run an ad, but you will jump on an app to date strangers. And will. But you scared to run an ad for your business, and these people ain't even getting in the bed with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. help me, Paul, to understand what's going on. <laughs> right, right. So, it's so like when- if you treat, if you say, I want to go on a coffee date, which, you know, to me is blasphemous but in the business world they call it coffee chat or whatever that's where it originally Mm -hmm. came from anyway if you're meeting another business owner you're going to present yourself well yeah the same way you will present yourself for a coffee date with a Mm -hmm. with a potential person treat your business the same way Mm. it's the same way every time i show up on social media 
anywhere you see me in green you see I got high energy the posts are very much storytelling because again in my head I'm a Disney princess and I am always giving value to whatever it is and people are like somebody asked me somebody jumped in my dms last week and asked me did I need a sales coach (laughs) and I was like what do you mean they were like well you're never selling your product and I said who told you that yeah because for the month of September I made $28,000 I know that's right so who told you just because I don't do it like you, you see what I'm saying? Right, right. I know my dating profile. Do you know yours? You see what I'm yeah. saying? I don't have to be out here uh, like Nino Brown. I don't I don't have to be that. <laughs> Not Nino Brown. Okay. I don't have to be that. So, because I have a natural lure. You yeah. said, am I a dateable brand? You sat there and thought about that. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That's the hook. Because now you're like, let me follow her. Yeah, see what this means, right? Then you're like, oh, okay, okay, I see what she's saying. She's talking about blah blah blah. blah. Then you're like, oh, let me set up a coffee chat with her because oh, we're in the same group community. Let's yeah. see, you see how you see how it happens. Yeah, it's a natural thing, kind of like how dating should be a yeah. natural flow of events. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And and so it's so funny because as you were saying that, I'm like, girl, you're gonna make me have to go back and look at my own brand. Everybody sure, says that every single time. They're make like, sure oh. it's dateable. So what let's talk about that though. So give me some like what are some key things that will make your brand dateable or your business? So dateable? one of the things I talk about, especially now, it's flirting season. We have mm-hmm. flirting season, cuffing season, then you have, you secure the bag, right? Right. So cuffing season is like that two weeks right before Thanksgiving. But yeah. right now we're in flirting season. So what that means is how are you interacting with your dream client and getting them on your list so that they can know who you are, know who you're about, know how you serve and who you serve. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in these moments? So in order to become a data brand in that aspect, you need to understand what kind of lead magnet would attract your prospective client, AKA dream client. Yeah. Does your client actually read? Mm-hmm. Do you see them posting about books that they read on Audible or you know, books that they bought? Or if they are on Audible, why are you making a downloadable? Why don't you turn a downloadable into something that they can just listen to? Listen to, yep. Have you done a focus group of 10 to 15 people that are would be prospective dream clients for you and actually ask these questions? A lot of times people will be like, I know who my target market is. I don't, I, well, they, they know what who they want it to be. Let's just yeah. say that. They yeah. know who they want it to be. They don't know specifically because they only know the demographics of that person. They yeah. don't know how that person moves. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. necessarily about them age, color, income. It's more about, well, where are they buying? Uh-huh. What are they buying? What are they buying? <laughs> how are they buying it? How are they buying? Yep. Are they going in the stores? Are they getting in on the TikTok shop? Are they Amazoners? You see what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, and who holds the credit card? This might be your dream client, especially service-based businesses, right? They get on these calls and who they're talking to, they say, oh, I got to talk to my husband or I got to talk to my partner. Who actually holds the money? Yeah. Again, that's about movement. That's more sociographics and and psychographics Mm -hmm. than demographics. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to say, oh, I know my demographic. He's his name is Charles. He's 45. He lives in Baltimore. He has an income of this and that and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But where does Charles eat? Right. Does Charles like tacos? Because if that's the case, you need to go into those, the ad segment. And if it says tacos on food, yeah. every time Charles look at food, your ad need to come up. You see what I'm saying? So there's certain ways that people move. It's almost as if you have to be a stalker. You have to be a stalker in such a way. You have to know their movements, their habits. You can't do that, but people won't sit down and be still and get with a marketer like me who will say, okay, so let's do a focus group for your offer. 
Because a lot of people have been in the game for a long time and they, and they forgot it's 2023. It's post-COVID. What happened before COVID ain't what happened, what's happening now. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more clever. You have to be a little bit more alluring. You have to, um, like I said, you have to understand how they move. You have to show a little skin. You have to, you have to put some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of my posts, yes, it's storytelling, but I'm just pumping out value. Yeah. Because I know it's something that you can do right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. It's not going to hurt me if you do it. You're just going to keep following me. You're just going to keep bringing more people to me. You're just going to jump in my DMs eventually. You're just going to, you know what I'm saying? And I know my number of people who I need, who I need, who I want to offer it to. I know, you know these things from on your back office stuff, hopefully. The foundations of your stuff is set up. But on the front end, I think that people really should, especially now you got 10 weeks till Black Friday. People really should be sitting down and setting up focus groups. I think it would change the game for their business. I think that a lot of people do not do this. They don't. And I think it would be so interesting just to see. Yeah. I think I think it would yeah. be interesting. I love it. They don't do Coke, even Coke and Rihanna and Beyonce. They do the, they do focus groups all the time. Yeah, it's basic market research. Like yeah, I but always see the internet and the way the internet is working right now. People think they have to do it right now. Yeah, you have to do it at your pace. Yeah, why are you rushing? Because what will happen is you will rush to build something, and the foundation will not be strong, and it will falter. Listen, listen. And then you're going to come running back to me talking about, um, baby, I told you to jump on a call with me and I told right. you. <laughs> right. And you decided that you were just going to do it. Just, oh, I'm going to just see, see for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now it's broken and you want me to come fix it. Right. And that I feel like is what happened six years ago when I entered into entrepreneurial, everything, the conversation was all sell, 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 sell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now you're seeing those of us who've been in the game a long time, having to go back and redo that foundation mm-hmm. and get it strong again, because nobody was saying, well, do you have a lead generation process? Mm-hmm. Do you know who your ideal client is? Mm-hmm. Do you know where they hang out at? Like, Nobody was saying that. They were uh-huh. like, oh, you got this product. You got this. Sell it. Make some money. So here we were making money. <laughs> With <laughs> no. We just, and that's, that's why you see like now you see all these people talking about burnout. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm burnt out. Oh, I want to pivot. Oh, I want to do this. If you would just be still for a minute. Yeah. And really figure. And I get it. Like I was laid off. I was a, a teacher at a, a school, a college. The college lost their accreditation. I lost my job. I had to sit down and say, luckily I'm a G. <laughs> I'm from DC. So I can move. I can move differently. I can move differently. Right. But, um, I had the ability to sit down and say, what do I really want it to look like? Mm-hmm. And I really like being a personal chef. I like going in people's house at that time. I liked going in people's houses, cooking all their stuff and leaving. They ain't bother me. They not in my way. They would be at practice. They would be whatever. And I would be making money and I could yeah. go home and spend all the time I want to with my kids. I could take my kids to school. I could pick them up from school. I can make parent teacher conferences. So I'm moving like that. And, and I don't shop at Walmart. I want to go to Target and Fresh Market. So you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah what kind of lifestyle do you want? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to be a, C, a, a entrepreneur that works 60, 70 hours a week. You don't have to do that. If you are smart, and this is what I suggest, if you, if you have a nine to five and you say, oh my God, I really know that this is a million dollar brand. I really know. I know it's messed up right now. I need yeah. to sit out a season. Yep, right? come on. I need to sit out a season so I can plant these seeds properly. Come on. Mm-hmm. Because my rows are jagged and my corn is growing lopsided and it's top and my potatoes are not doing are shrink. They're not growing. They're still spuds. They're not, they're not growing. My broccoli is purple. You know, like things are happening that are not supposed to be happening. And my soil is horrible. Yeah. 
So why don't I sit out a season? You don't have to do Black Friday. You ain't got to do Black Friday, Christmas, none of this shit. You don't have to do any of it. Yeah. You can sit out a season that's three months and get with a marketer like me or someone someone who has a, a vision who can help mm-hmm. you with your vision, cultivate what you see, cultivate your grounds, okay? Yeah, so yeah. We can help you till that soil so you can set that foundation up properly. So in January, when you launch, it's all, every, all you got to do is show up online. That's it. Because you spent the time, you sat still, you got really strategic, you did the work on your, on your person, yeah, you do the mental work on yourself because a lot of times this burnout and anxiety and overwhelm comes from um, entrepreneurship bringing up old traumas. Yes, yes, festering so <laughs> into your business. Mm-hmm. And now you get to this point where you're burnout. You you want to pivot. You're stuck. You're overwhelmed and you're anxious and you don't want to hire nobody because you done messed all this up. Right. That's that's, that's what's really that's what really happens. And you got control issues, so you really and your ego is out of whack, honey. Your yes, ego. and yes. you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. The world is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Const- digital marketing, I love it because I'm a Gemini, so I, I get bored really easily. But I, I like it because it's always changing every day. Something's changing, something's happening. So it's like, again, sit out, sit out that time. Yeah. Build, 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 build that strong foundation, build your funnels, build your sequences, get your ads done, save for those ads, especially if you had a nine to five or whatever, save some money for those ads. Um, you ain't got to buy that uncle. You don't like no Christmas present. You ain't got to buy on that. You, you ain't talked to your mama in years. You ain't got to buy her no gift. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I love that money it. need to go in your business. Mm-hmm. Save that money because after Christmas, you need to start running ads for this launch that you're having in January. Yeah. Your website should be revamped. Your, your picture should be anew. Your links should be fresh. Keywords, SEO, your marketing, everything should be done. Your chat bot, everything. So when January hit, you you're effortlessly right. make a million dollars. Yeah. I, I y'all won't sit that. down. Y'all won't sit down. I sit down. I love what you're saying because I I currently have been in that season where I'm just like, all right, God keeps saying, just build, just prepare. Mm-hmm. The influx is coming. The money is coming. And here's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about that season that he still will give you the grace to make money. So it ain't yes. a season of like, oh, you mean you want me to go broke? No, he's still going to let you get a few clients. He here still and there. does it. <laughs> you still going to make a coin. But for what you're really wanting and what you're really desiring, it's going to require you to sit your behind still, hire people, plan, prepare, do all. I was telling one of my clients the other day, I said, there's a reason why when you're on an airplane, before you take off, you go through what I like to call the holding pattern time, where it's right before takeoff. You sit right on the runway. You like, come on. And that's when we're come the on. most anxious. Cause we like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's the and waiting. That's to do, and that's the waiting. But it is those, that season that God puts us in because it's literally that time where he's like, you don't know what's ahead. You don't. There's you a whole no storm. Clue. There's a whole chaotic moment happening. I'm holding you right here. I'm trying to I'm, keep you still. Right. I'm trying to keep you from killing yourself, from aborting the mission, because you trying to get somewhere so quickly. And I think I'm telling you, you have to be mindful of comparing yourself. You have to be mindful yep. of watching other people. <laughs> you got to be mindful. I tell people all, all the time. That. I don't know what I don't know what them things is called. I know well blinders. When horses are racing at like the Kentucky Derby and stuff like that. They put these blinders on the horses. Yeah. So that the horses run straight. Mm-hmm. And they do that because as soon as something happens and they see something over there, baby, I'm out. Right. Where are your blinders? Yeah. Because if you really want this, if 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 you really want this, yeah, you will put your blinders on. Mm-hmm. It's so much stuff going on right now. My phone don't even ring. I got like three people call me. Three people. Three people. Mm-hmm. Three people. Because when you start that vent, I'm I'm a, I'm 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 that person like you cannot vent to me. 
-hmm. because are we looking for a solution and I am not a therapist I'm yeah. sorry I'm just not the friend that you come vent to because nope. what happens in the past is I have been a I have been energetic I'm energetically connected to people so I end up absorbing yeah 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 their stuff yeah and I noticed that I'm sad and I'm like what the hell am I sad for I, right you done drained me because you done pushed your crap over here now you happy because I solved your problem and I don't I'm in here crying right. what am I crying? and then I was like this ain't, this is not gonna work it's just not gonna work so those people who used to call me to gossip and all that mm -hmm. stuff they don't anymore those people who used to call me and say girl let me tell you what's so it don't happen no more yeah, my phone yeah, don't, yeah. Ring. It yeah. don't ring my dad is like my my mastermind bestie <laughs> so if he calling me i'll be so excited i'm like i know this about money oh yes right oh yes or we talk about um therapy has really therapy and has really helped me cultivate our relationship because we were estranged because of what i was told by my mom yeah 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 and we have the greatest time. I'm I'm literally like his little twin. Yeah. But he's helped me in this business world. He's like, you have, God gives everybody a mission, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody a mission, everybody a purpose. Your goal should always, 100% of the time, to keep your compass pointed north. Yes. And serve God's people. Because what happens when you push an umbrella up? When you push an umbrella up, it goes up, but it covers you. Uh-huh. If you keep your compass pointed north and keep being in a habit of service, yeah, you will never have to worry about a blessing, money. You don't have to worry about any of those things. So mm -hmm. I get on social media and people tell me, all the, oh, you need a call to action. You need it. Did y'all even read it? I don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't, I use, I use organic marketing, but I know that ads reach the people. So I'm going to spend more time and more money on ads mm -hmm. because I was talking to somebody in our group. <laughs> marketing is a science. You have it to is. try it, uh, pivot, evaluate, analyze. It's like a science project. That's it an ongoing one if you ongoing. want your business to thrive yeah it's going, it costs money to make money yep but if your heart and your mind are pointed north you will well how would you lose you don't thank you that's good you do not ever lose that's, you don't i i told somebody today i said i serve the mark the master strategist that's who god is he's the master strategist he so is. i tell people because someone said to me that they was like, Leah, you got this social media marketing down pat. You just a guru with this content. And I was like, thank you. Because I serve the master strategist. <laughs> I take my cue from him. Hey, what are we doing? Exactly. What's, what are we talking about today, sir? Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Hey, sir. Listen. What, what you got for me? Because I'm ready. Right. Like, you know and when like, you know that and you're, and you're content in that and you're confident in that, your strategy won't look like the world's strategy. Thank you. It will look like what he gave you because he gave it to you. So if you move based on how he said it to you and stop calling Sheila and Erica to verify and, and help you second guess and get overwhelmed about it. Then Come you will be That's the freedom, ease and flow of it all. So my, my, <laughs> people be like, yo, y'all be missing it. I ain't trying to preach today because that, listen, you know. Listen, listen. trying to be missing it. <laughs> like he gives you, he gives it to, you don't even, you don't need nobody else's cheat code. Mm -mm. Not if when you, you serve would the master. turn the volume down, all the noise around you, you could hear. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like I was talking to somebody, I said, damn, I was feeling so alone. But then I realized I wasn't alone. I couldn't hear. Oh, come on. Come I on. So he had to get me in a situation and in a place where I could only hear, his hear voice, him, where Come I could on. only trust that voice. You understand me? Like, and when you get in such 
an alignment with him when you when you on your that's my bestie I'm like, God's my bestie, okay? Like, me and him go to brunch. When you and your bestie go to brunch, okay? Come on. It don't matter what it is. It don't. It don't matter. It's I'm a, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I was, I've been following Rachel for since 2020. I said, oh, I'm going to get in the group. I missed the deadline. This year, I don't even know. I didn't even remember signing up for her workshop. Yeah. I'm like, why is why am I getting emails from Rachel Rogers? What? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even remember recall it. But I said that I was gonna do it in 2020. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. I said, oh, I need to get in this group because it seemed like they got that wealthy mentality that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you just I went through a divorce while pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then I was stressed out to the point where I had to be in a hospital for 57 days to save me and this child. Wow. Because I had no uh, amniotic fluid in my womb mm. at all, like none. Mm. So I go in the hospital, I'm in the hospital for 57 days. I've never been in jail before, but if that is like solitary confinement, I don't want to do it. Wow. I was like, and even that robe is not, you know, complexion worthy of of me like the, those powder blues and whites and grays in that way <laughs> so it's like even in that instance i was just like just crying out yeah first first week i was angry because you don't put me on bed rest for real mm -hmm. this time right for real like they not even let me leave this hospital the second week i'm crying because i'm like oh my god my kids are out there like i am their protector person Who's going to take care of them? My family stepped up to stepped up. Mm -hmm. My daughter's father, he was bringing her every Sunday to the hospital with dinner every Sunday. Mm. Third week, I'm crying because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to lose everything. I didn't know COVID was around the corner. Yeah. Had no clue that wow. I was, it was going to be a pivot anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fourth week, I'm crying because God, I just need you to hear me and know that I just need to get through this and I'll do whatever you need me to do. Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever you need me. Now I got a healthy, wild three-year-old boy in there. And then I'm serving people with my brain. Yeah. Because culinary takes a lot out on your body. Mm -hmm. So I make more money with my brain. All you got to do is listen. We, we, we on social media all day long. We deal with our spouses, our children, our girlfriends, our partners all day long. We are in, some people are still stuck in people pleasing mode and they yeah. can't hear anything. If you, I, I challenge all of you every morning when you wake up, when you touch the floor, just go outside and go for a walk by yourself. Mm -hmm. No headphones, no audio book, no nothing. Just start, just walk. Yeah. Just, just walk and just say, God, whatever you got for me, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And just see what, see how your life see changes. See what happens. Yeah. I yeah. said, I don't know if I could do this marketing thing. I got to be at a desk. I ain't, no, 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 I'm not. I be on planes. I be in cars. I be on. I'm traveling with my kids. I'm doing all, all this crazy yeah. stuff. Listen, just you gotta. It be so loud. It be so loud. And please, you just don't want to get to the point where he sits you down, girl. <laughs> That's the whole other podcast. Because when he gets to sitting you down, I tell people all the time. I remember the the one and only time that God instructed me to do something. I said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. Ooh. He was like, oh, okay. Ooh. And he turned around and gave the very thing he told me to do to somebody else and then let me see him Ooh. let this person do what it was that he got. And I was like, ma'am, not somebody you know. That's, that's, I was like, that's how we, he was like, I had gave it to you. You told me he was going to get to it when you got not, to it. When you ready. So I gave it to See, someone who was I've been ready. telling people that level of karma, I don't want that. Like, when I saw that, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't ever want that to happen again. So I'm like, I, hold up. I thought, I thought that was for me. 
It was. You told me, hold on. You, remember? Said, to, you said no. You said you wasn't ready. To so somebody ready. you know. That's like. That was probably one of the most hardest moments, but it taught me a valuable lesson. And that lesson was just be obedient when God says move. Girl. Like, because I think one of the things that we keep, and God has been saying this to me all 2023. He's been like, daughter, your next step will reveal itself. Like we keep wanting to see the whole staircase and we keep wanting to be like, all right, God, you said move, but I don't see nothing right now. And he like, uh-huh. well, just move. And the vision that he showed me was like in the that um Billy Jean, the Michael Jackson video. Every time he took oh, a yeah, step, when he, yes. it lit up. And that's how God kept showing me. Like, as you take the step, it's gonna keep lighting up. <laughs> so you're gonna know you're going yeah. in the right and direction. And my thing is, if he show you the whole staircase, are you still gonna want it? No, he know he know his he know this one right here. He know <laughs> you're not because it's because what happens is we're trying to plan the future and it's already paved. Oh, be done. Just chill Ooh. out for a second. You just, just gotta walk this out. thing out in time. That's it. My God, because if he really showed you, he know his child. If he really. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Show Brady that said he's the God of no details, and she ain't lie. Because if he gives no, you the no details, nothing, no, oof. you are gonna have 50 million questions. You're not gonna make a move, you're not so he gotta give it to you like go left. Yeah. And you over here, like, go left where? Like he go Just left. Go left. Damn. <laughs> I swear that's how he be talking to us. <laughs> and we you gotta, know, we want the details. Tell you, like, yeah. I know he be. Yeah, listen, I tell me all the time, God probably be like, no, oh, this thought on mine's right here. Like, you know what? I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna circle back. I, I'm, right. I'm gonna circle. I'll be like, yo, I wonder if God got a therapist dealing with us. Because I feel like <laughs> that's a good question. You got that's a lot a, going on. Um, that is a good question. So look, I, mean, I got how easy would it be to just be like, go left. Okay. We can't just say okay. We gotta be like, okay, but let me call Teresa. Right. And see if going left is cool. Right. And now, and now after you to call Teresa and Teresa said, oh yeah, go left. He like, nah, because see, I, I told you what to do. Now I need you to go right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, yeah. you playing with me. Oh, Teresa's right. God now. That's what right. you're telling me. Girl. Listen, y'all better stop playing with him. So I got to ask you. What what are some common misconceptions when it comes to attraction marketing? Oh, that it's gonna happen today. <laughs> that you're gonna sign up with me today, pay your contract today, pay your first payment, or pay me in full, and then tomorrow your list is gonna have ten thousand people on it. People usually come to me when it's already messed up. Mm. But the reason why it's already messed up, I can't wholeheartedly blame them. But I. But I will say they need to take accountability for the mess they created. Mm-hmm. And then also they're listening to all these coaches and all these people on social media. So they're buying oodles amount of systems that yeah. they do not need yeah. to create what they want. Another thing is, and they've said this my entire military rig is kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Keep if you clean it and streamline it and and clear and are clarified on exactly what you want, you can streamline it in such a way where again all you have to do is talk and yeah. people would just the. Def- but you guys want to make it complicated because mm-hmm. Coach So and So said I need this. Coach So and So got two point five million dollars. Hello, and eighteen people. Right. And, um. 45 people in a mastermind and right. 1200 people in the in this such and such a group yeah you are, you are one person mm-hmm. with 20 people on the email list and you're trying to buy this system that costs 2.99 a month yeah you don't have a course you don't have a membership you don't have yeah. a mastermind what what do you want what can 
we build now to get you, you know, up. So yeah. people want it instantly. I don't, I, think, I call it the Amazon mindset when you want it in two days, two days delivery. Um, people refuse to keep things simple. Mm-hmm. I, I am a partner with Clavio, Cartra, uh, um, all these different things I'm a partner with. And um, keeping it simple is like, Oh, but I don't know why people want to complicate things. I yeah. think people think it's complicated to make money and it's not. Yeah. I, th- I think that's an unlearning again mm-hmm. that people have to do. Also, um, so yes, yeah, uh, the Amazon mindset, keeping it simple and investment. People refuse to invest. You want to invest in somebody told me, well, someone so marketer charges this and doesn't do all of that can you can you dumb down your package you know like can you simplify this package no because you need everything in this package yeah you need everything so they don't want to invest in themselves and what they also don't know is that by not investing and building it how you need it to be closes opportunities for you mm-hmm. so yeah that those are yeah. like the three major things that i see yeah that and it's and it's a lot in our community Mm -hmm. which is again problematic but it's still they they need to unlearning because they're watching people who say oh you can do this really quickly when not that one strategy works for them that's it it's not gonna work for everyone yes and and that's key because i tell my clients like you may not need a coaching program. Like mm-hmm. it's important to figure out what's your educational method, what's your teaching style, what's your way of delivering mm-hmm. your stuff. Like it may not like be you a want a coach coaching program. program, but you're introverted and don't like people. Right. So why do you want a coaching program? <laughs> right. Oh, because what's the name said that I should have one? Because so why don't you have a one-on-one offer that stretches out 12 months? that's it because you just told me you don't like people you're introverted how, how are you going to coach how you can't and, yeah. and that's what most people don't realize and I love that you touched on investing because it's an investing in self like I think yeah. that the mindset has to shift to that because we're like yeah. well I don't want to spend money and pay like I told somebody the other day I said I would never coach with someone that don't got a coach like I got two coaches. I will never Both work with people who are who are who are money scared. Yeah. Because if you're money scared, what happens is you become a micromanager. Mm-hmm. And what you don't realize is I could charge you way more. I could charge you way more. Yeah. So what happens is with that scared money, they start micromanaging every single step. And as soon as a step is missed or something is late two days, and it could be, and nine times out of 10 is on their part. Mm -hmm. Then, oh, I'm I'm done. I want to charge back. I want to do this. That's fine. And then six months later, hey, Janine. No. Yep. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also... Uh, why I tell a lot of service people before you even jump on a call with anyone there should be a funnel for a discovery call because not everybody is qualified to work with you nope and you have to set up a system that protects you as a person and protects your business because you don't always the the most expensive thing we have is time that's it so if I'm jumping on discovery calls with people who are not even qualified to talk with me, how much time have you wasted? Come on. Versus talking to somebody. So you build a funnel for that also. Oh, I want to, oh, I want to work with you. I want to, you know, can we jump on call? Sure. Um, go ahead and take this little survey and see if you qualify and be bold and, and stand in that. That is a boundary. And if they don't want to fill it out, guess what? They are not for you. Yeah. If they say, oh, I don't have time to fill that out, that shows you right there that they do not honor you. Yep. And they are not um, looking for support in their business. Mm -hmm. They're looking to get on the phone with you so they can pick your brain. Pick your brain. You have to be able to qualify them. 
Yes. I say that all the time. I tell my clients the same way that people are qualifying and disqualifying you, you should be qualifying and disqualifying them. Exactly. Like, I don't want to work with everybody. And I uh-uh. tell people that, and nor is, am I going to work with everybody. Uh-huh. I'm very selective about who I give access to as a coach because I only want to work your with time. people that want to do the work. Like, we're not coming together so you can sit here and half ass me come up with 50 million excuses. Like my clients will tell yeah. you, if you want someone to hold you accountable, it's that person. Cause we're going to do the work. We're going to do the work. Yeah. That's but that's why I call, do. I don't call mine a discovery call. I call it a combat compatibility. Ooh, I love that. Because you might like me as a person, but you're not going to like me as in business. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be liked. Yeah. I'm not trying to coddle you. I'm, I'm you're paying me to work we're gonna get this work that's it that's it so it's so people are like oh what is a compatible it's the same thing Mm-mm. discovery call means they're discover you're they're discovering you a yeah. compatibility call are, are we are we a match yeah on both ends yes i so, like yeah. that i mm-hmm. like that so what's coming up for 2024 what can the people expect? OMG. 2024 is, I am actually launching my membership program in January. I am nice. so excited. I love teaching. I taught, like I said, I taught at a culinary college for um, three years. Um, I have some great and amazing friends throughout uh, the luxury hospitality industry to i mean i mean psychiatrist girl and i got people okay okay so i want to be able to share uh how becoming a dateable brand means to build relationships how relationships are are an asset and equity yes. uh i, I want to be able to show you how to really build the foundations of a great marketing program for yourself for those who are like you know and, and i want to have a community where we can feed off of each other because mm-hmm. it's not just about um, you showing up for your own self and your own good, but it's some people in there who need you. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about my podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm excited about a podcast. I'm excited about this book that I have written. Um, of course, it's about dating. Of course, it's about dating and marketing. I love it. <laughs> yes, we have the 10 dateable commandments in there. It's, it's I love it. Yes, I'm acting a fool. Like, I think um, one was like, are you wearing your granny panties on the first date? <laughs> and really, I'm talking about how people, you know how you get on these sales calls and people are like trying to sell you right then immediately on the call. Mm-hmm. Put your granny panties on, ma'am. Like, date me first all right yeah yeah so you know let me get to know you let me get to see your face who are you what do you yeah. do so yeah 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 so it's gonna be really really good i'm so excited and um i am building and harvesting and you know putting new soil down so i'm excited about that and yeah that's pretty much it traveling and living the dream hopefully i start dating actually dating so I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, before I let you go, you got to tell the people how they can connect with you. Oh my gosh. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, at, and it's at your attraction marketer. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Make sure y'all attract me. You better connect with her because y'all know I only bring the best of the best to hate Queen Thighs. <laughs> I'm just saying. So Janine, thank you so much for coming through so the welcome. Hate Queen Thighs. Of course, anytime. And I got it. When I come home, I got to make sure I come see you. Yes, please do. Let's do mm-hmm. lunch or something. I'm down. Yes, we can meet at the harbor or something. Yes, hunty. 